All right, so let's get into it. Um, so let's preface this with obviously um, this all ties in under the umbrella of the current climate of uh, police brutality, racial injustice, um, the whole thing that the whole uh, George Floyd incident um, triggered. Uh, so obviously um, what happened to George Floyd sickening and disgusting. Uh, I don't want to say I wish death upon, uh, the officer. I think his name is Derek Chauvin. Something like like that. Um, but if, if something were to happen to him in prison, uh, I would not be sad at all. Uh, I think he should be fired, arrested, locked away, put in prison, and then what the inmates decide to do uh, was what they decide to do. That's that's all I'll say about that. Um, so there's that, right? And that was clearly um, an egregious uh, police brutality at its highest, basically. Um, now there are, they are saying that like, uh, both Derek and George, uh, worked together once, um, at some facility as like security officers and they didn't get along, um, because, uh, George, uh, was constantly telling Derek, you know, he's, he's not handling business very well. He's too, he's too physical, too violent and whatever. So they didn't get along very well. Um, which kind of adds fuel to the fire of like, okay, so it was racial and personal, which makes it even fucking worse. If that's true, that's kind of what I've been hearing reports. I haven't really looked into it, um, into that particular, but there's just that little extra dash of, of shit onto the whole plate. So as far as I'm concerned, that one is pretty clear, just wrong. You see a lot of a lot of police brutality articles coming out and videos being shown. I saw one earlier today. It was this guy protesting. Literally, he had a sign walking down the street. And these four or five officers uh, in pennies kind of surround him, telling him to like, just yelling at him to stop or, or whatever. And he's not doing anything. He's he's literally looking ahead, chanting, whatever. He's not doing anything. Uh, and then like, one officer tries to like get in front of like walk in front of him. Like they're all marching together and they're like circling this guy. And then the guy goes, Nope. And so like, and I've watched this maybe a dozen times that the protester guy walks, like he he slows, he pulls a top gun, you know, where Maverick kind of like hits the brakes and the other planes go flying by. That's what this guy does. He kind of like stops the cops make make a step or two forward. And then he just kind of walks around. And at that point, the cop kind of like makes contact with him and dude, it's, and when I say make contact and being generous, it's, it's makes, I think like the fabrics of their sleeves kissed. And then as soon as that happens, the cop's like, he touched him, he touched him, don't touch him. And then you see this car pull up this, this cop uh, SUV pull up and they just fucking tackle this guy. Like what the fuck, man? There's just so, so many fucking examples of, of police brutality popping up. Uh, I mean, we've all seen that old guy who was, it looks like he was handing a helmet back to 
the guy. It was, it's upside down. He's he's holding it low. The guy's in his seventies. He's zero threat. He's not even a threat to the the, the helmet. Um, and he's just handing it to the officers. And then we've all seen them push him, crack his head on the ground, blood, that kind of shit. And then Trump saying he's an Antifa agent. The fuck. Countless examples of you know cops pulling protesters behind a wall where they don't think anyone can see him and just beating the shit out of him for no fucking reason. And then the guy filming saying, don't, don't, you know, don't, um, don't resist. And the guy's like, I'm not resisting. Just getting hammered by three or four cops. I mean, I can go on and on and on. These egregious, egregious fucking examples of police brutality. And the crazy part is these cops know what's going on in a social climate. They know what's happening. And they know it's being filmed. And they know their faces are going to be there. They're going to get lit up on online and get fi- like, I, And they're still doing it anyway. It's fucking insane. So before I hop into the subject of something I saw, I think it happened yesterday. I just want to point out, I, I'm obviously pro-Black Lives Movement, pro all of that. I fully support it. Um, I don't think like the rights and the violence and, and the destruction of property is like the protesters gone crazy. Obviously, it's like the thin slice on top. And even that thin slice is even that's like it's other people that aren't even part of the protests masquerading or just taking advantage of it and bullshit. And then, of course, you have like conservative groups acting like they're part of NT. It's it's that's a whole different bubble. And I, I don't consider that part of the protester movements. It's whatever. The whole Colin Kaepernick kneeling, I'm glad that the NFL, I was shocked when I heard Roger Goodell say we were wrong. That's a huge step. I wish they did it earlier. Um, I don't think Kaepernick's going to get signed to a team. I think that's a little too obvious, and I don't don't think he's skilled enough anyway. But he should have been on a team this whole time. Um, I was kind of upset when the Niners let him go. Um, you know, uh, I support defunding police, and I do. I'm, I'm obviously I do not think defunding means getting rid of police. That's fucking retarded. You get rid of police, we're dead. We're all. It just becomes a fucking purge. Um, defund police, I think, means you know reallocating the 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 the, the, the budget to a wiser and and and, and better system of it you have to break down the current system because it's clearly not fucking working change the training increase the threshold of of what what's needed to become an officer for fuck's sake the psychology interview is at the end it should be at the beginning in the middle throughout all the training at the end i fully support there being like maybe like a two years of minimum of like a civics and law training you know, that we can kind of weed out like the fucking meatheads and the guys who just want to be there for fucking power and they were bullied. They want to take it on in society and those kind of things, you know, like as many things as possible. And I saw that in San Francisco, they were, um, they were making it to where for, for non-criminal calls and activity, they're, they're, they're not going to send police. They're going to send social services and social workers, which is how it should have been. I th- I've heard a lot of police say, that their job description is too wide. And it's true. Like people call cops for everything. They're stretched way too thin. Cops should be police should only be called for like extreme things. Like someone's breaking in. There's a violent thing happening. There's this, you know, there, there's someone has a knife or, you know, 
whatever, like situations that require enforcement. Um, but I think right now like you've got people call cops when they see a stray dog and then you've, then you've got four or five, six officers spending the entire day trying to chase down a dog. You know, like it, it's it, the whole system needs to be completely fucking changed. I don't know how you're going to find it's it's easy to find the blatant racist cops. That's fucking easy. But I don't know how you find the 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 subtle ones or the ones that they don't act racist until an extreme situation happens and it bubbles to the surface and they act on it and then it's then it's clear. That's probably going to take a generation to kind of fucking weed out and filter out. And so I think you have to break it down, put some more filters in, change the idea of a cop from enforcement to de-escalation the entire purpose of a police officer should be number one to de-escalate and i'm sure that's in the rule books i'm sure they're taught that i've had i have several police friends who are police officers i have one who's in internal affairs Uh, i i know about what they go through they go through a lot but i also know that like even though it's in the year in the yearbook even though oh it's in the the um the job description and everything um it's not always done and then when it's broke the rules are broken it's impossible to hold them accountable because it very very much is a good old boys club um which it, it that's not only police that's a lot of things right you have like the ceo like if you work for a job i guarantee you the regional manager and above have their own clique you know how they have those little getaways and uh once a year to like jamaica or hawaii and they come back and go hey we did a great job team everyone gets like a thousand dollar raise, but they pocketed like fifty thousand dollar bonus that year. And right, every every job has their own club. Um, so and so I get that, but you specifically in police enforcement, when, when bad things happen, you cannot have that kind of mentality. Like the police have a very special role in society. They 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 walk that line, right? They walk that gray line of. You can't be too much for the people because then you're letting too much get away um, and you, you can't really enforce things when you need to be enforced, but you can't be too separated from the people because then you just become a mini military, you know, um, and you lose sight of the focus of serve and protect. Um, so they walk that gray line every single day. Your job literally is to go into the worst parts of humanity. That's your job every single day. No one calls an officer like, oh, hey, Officer Smith or whatever. Um, can you come on over? Um, I just got a high score on Pac-Man. Hey, hey, uh, call the cops. Why? These cookies are delicious. That that doesn't happen. It's call the cops. Uh, my ex is breaking into my house. Uh, call the cops. Uh, there's blood everywhere and I don't know what happened. Call the cops. Um you know, there's a fight at fucking uh, IHOP. Like, your job is to dive headfirst into the worst thing. So y- y- you're still a human being. So that could, they get affected by that every single day. Um, so, I mean, I would almost say like, if. Maybe they need something to where it's like you have one week 
on the streets and then like one week at the desk and then one week at the streets that way like that stress doesn't build up and build up and build up and build up and I mean because again we're all human beings I don't care how much training you've had I don't care how level-headed you are I don't know how many books you've read there's always going to be rollover from the last thing you did right like if a cop check clocks in and he has a horrible um call at 11 a.m. Well, it doesn't matter what happens the rest of his day at like three in the afternoon, five at night, whatever, like there's residuals of that stress, you know? Um, so I, I you know, I, I don't know what they have in terms of that, but I think there should be some sort of like, kind of like rotation just to kind of keep kind of like, you know, when you've drawn something and you show it to someone else because they have fresh eyes or you've written a song or whatever and you have someone else listen to it because they have fresh ears. It's that same thing as a cop. Like if you spend like a week just going into and, and 99% of the people, including me, we have no idea what it's like. Like if you can, if you can somehow go on a, on a, um, what's that called? What we're like, the cops, you sit in the back seat and they drive you around for like one shift to kind of show you what it's called. I, I forget what that's called. Um, drive around, run around. I don't know. Someone, someone's listening and they know what it is, and that's what it is. Thank you. Um, it, it, it's a crazy, it's an insane life. It's not meant for human beings. Human beings are not meant to do that. Um, but I think it would be good if like they did that, and then after a week of that shit, you get a week off or two weeks off or something. And, and I, and if you shoot your gun for any reason, and I know they do have something like this tour, like if, if, if you, if your firearm goes off, then there's like a bunch of paperwork. You, you know, you have to go through psychology and uh, that also clearly needs to be updated. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot that needs to happen, um, with, with, in, in regards to like, um, police training and moving forward because clearly whatever's working or whatever has had, whatever it's been has not been working. It, it hasn't. Um, it's gotten better. Obviously, you know, you, you see the officers like playing basketball with people, helping things out, dancing, whatever. And that, that's cool. That's how it should be. But then too often it just takes one more of these things to pop to like a, a George Floyd and it all just crumbles back down. And then what happens? Then people go, well, look at all this footage that also came out. Um, and you know what? Like I still haven't got to my point of this. I'm really sorry. We're like a while in, but um, it's interesting because I, you know, because of this whole um, police brutality thing going on, um, you see a lot of people are kind of riding that, that train They're that they're posting a bunch of links and articles and videos of stuff. Um, and one of the first things I always do whenever it's something like that, even if it's political, if it's like Trump or Obama or whatever, I always click on the link and I look at the date and I would say, man, three out of five times, maybe a little more than that. It's always not current. Um, so they'll say, you know, um, this, this, um, this newspaper editor in Alabama wrote the Ku Ku Klux Klan should ride again. And, you know, I kill Democrats or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? Click it. And it's from like two years ago or a year ago or something like that. Um, so I I see that a lot. And for a while I was kind of getting annoyed. Like people posting all these things 
and they didn't know they they just saw something like oops cop does this share or copy paste send or post or whatever and they're just riding that angry wave that's going on right now they weren't looking at the dates um because i always point out the dates and they would go oh you know um but so for a while it's kind of like guys you're making everything worse and not i'm not talking just police brutality i'm talking about anything uh you know election year cycles or whatever it is um the coronavirus thing right um like what was that thing it was like a college professor from harvard was caught schmoozing with china or something like that anyway um but my, but you know of course it's, it's like an article from like a year or two ago. I'm like, it's irrelevant. That's not what it looks like. It's phrasing narrative bullshit. Um, anyway, so it annoys me when they were doing that, but then I kind of was thinking like, it's interesting how, when it comes to this subject, police brutality and racism, someone can post something from one, two, three, four, five years ago, and you can't tell the difference, right? Like if someone posted, Obama wore a tan suit, fucked socialism, right? Because that was a thing. Uh, there was a big uproar about that. Uh, I'd go, okay, that's years old. It's clear. But it's kind of sad that like when you post about police brutality um, or racism, uh, you can't tell if that was today or 2016, you know? Um also, parentheses, fuck Candace Owens. Um, I, I, I know this was in my head, but I got lost. Um, I'll come back to this. Fuck Candace Owens. Um, fuck Candace Owens and fuck anyone sharing her shit. Because the only reason they're sharing it is because they they found like the a black person, a rare black person who like can can verbally dance around the the racism instead of just saying it uh i don't fucking care what george floyd's criminal record was unless it was murder or rape of like children or something like that i don't care if he was on meth or 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 how low of a class of a person you think he was candace like all of that's fucking irrelevant to what fucking happened? Anyway, that's a whole different thing. I can talk about that forever. Fuck Candace Owens and fuck people who share that. Um, I can't stand them. Because what they're really saying is, see this black person is as racist as me, whether they realize it or not. Um, it, it's, it's, it, it's irrelevant. So, back to my point, which was this Rayshard Brooks thing. And it shows, you know, the whole thing of like... Um, you know, once again, racist white cop kills black man. And so I look into it and we're now kind of getting into the gray areas of, you know, for me, the George Floyd thing was pretty black and white, uh, no pun intended. So like that was clearly what the fuck are you doing? Fuck that guy, you know, lock his ass up. Oh my God, George Floyd. How do you ever repair that? how does this family ever move on this one is different right so a lot of people 
and 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 for a while I couldn't understand what what the conflict of the issue was because people kept showing the clip of him just talking to the police officer and for probably about five minutes I was going through all these clips and I was like yeah dude like this guy is just he's standing here talking to the police officer and the police officer is standing like just talking like there's there's no fighting there's no yelling there's not even a raised voice no one's even there's no insults there's no nothing and then cut to like I think it's I think there's two shots like bang bang or whatever um and I'm like hold the fuck on so I play the entire video and what happens is and and I'll I'll play right now We'll, we'll, we'll kind of go through it First of all, he's driving drunk. Right there, you're done. You're fucking done. Like, that's it. You should be handcuffed, arrested, detained, and processed. You can't do that. Um, I've had two people that have been hit by drunk drivers. I have two friends who were killed by drunk drivers. Uh, it, it's just that outside of, like, the the top-tier stuff, right, which, like, murder, like, right, homicide, right, that's kind of one of those cardinal sins. You don't fucking drink and drive. So he was driving drunk and he was in a Wendy's parking or not parking, a drive through. And he was so drunk that like he passed out. So a bunch of people called the police and they're like, you know, Hey, this guy, he's just passed out. So the police, they have their cams on and they, they, they knock on the window and it takes them about a minute to kind of wake him up. Um, now I understand at this point already, you don't know what's going on as a cop. You're, you're, you're driving up. You just see this car there. You don't know every single, you know, car you pull up as a police officer could kill you. And it sucks, but that's how you have to think. That's how you have to approach every situation, every situation we've seen all the time, you know, in, in those cams of like a police officer, they pull someone over on the freeway for like a, a, license plate or blinker or whatever and then it just so happens that person is angry or it's part of something else and pop 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 the police officer's down and then whatever we've seen it it happens every year so as a police officer you're like look it's eight at night or whatever the time was i just want to get fucking home what's this call let's find out what's going on knock on the window takes him a while he opens up after like a minute or two and he's not really responsive. And, you, and you, you can play this if you want. They're talking, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, hey, so are you all right? What's going on? Whatever. So he's clearly just fucking out of it. So he fell asleep. So he's driving drunk and he fell asleep in his car in the middle of a, of a drive-thru. So the first thing the officer does is, hey, you want to just go ahead and like move your car, or, like drive your car over the parking lot? We'll, we'll, we'll talk over there. Fine. And so far, no one is doing anything wrong. I mean, other than the the drunk but I mean, no one's like, I guess no, what I'm saying is no one's uh, like apprehensive, right? Like no one's hostile to each other. Cool. Everyone's compliant. Let's go over and the guy starts talking. He's like, Hey, uh, so what's up? Just, which is what police officers do. Like, okay, I've assessed the situation. He's clearly drunk. You can smell the alcohol. And he says that later. Um, and he's just trying to like, what's going on? And, and, you know, and the guy's telling the situation. Uh, and then a second police officer comes, which is totally normal, right? That hap- I've had, when I've been pulled over a few times, two cops come. That's just procedure. That's not a racist scheme, normal. Um, and so after a while, they go, okay, well, you want to take a few sobriety tests? Because like, sure. 
so they do the standard sobriety test, follow my finger, here's the light, walk in the line. He fails some, uh, he gets some, whatever. It's still pretty like iffy, and he's clearly drunk, and you can smell it. They ask him how much he's had to drink, um, and then the second officer goes, hey, do you want to take um, a breathalyzer test? And then uh, Richard goes, hey, look, I don't want to refuse anything. And the cop goes, no, no, no. It's And again, I'm not like being hyperbolic. The police officer goes, hey, it's totally up to you. It's your choice, whatever you want to do, right? And the Rayshard goes, okay. Takes the breathalyzer test, but he fails. Um, and he takes the breathalyzer test. And I forget what the actual thing was, like 100, 108 or something. And we, way over. Um, so what happens now? And so this is where everything splits. So up to this point, up to this exact point, no one's done anything wrong or no one's done anything egregious right you know police find people drunk driving parked all the time this is what they do i know this because i my friend was driving drunk we got pulled over they did the exact same thing to him and me and i wasn't drunk at all so i just had to just sit uh, lean on the hood and uh, like while they watched him fail miserably um so did all this so at this point People say at this point they should have just let him sleep in his car, walk home, or drive him home. Now, you can't let him sleep in his car because you're you're put, you're letting a clearly inebriated individual back in his vehicle alone with the keys, and he's clearly already driven. And you can't trust the judgment. Like, of course not. What happened? What would happen if you go, "Hey, just sleep in your car." Cool. 15 minutes later, he starts driving anyway, drunk, and he hits and kills somebody. Who were they going to fucking do? They're going to pull up the records. They're going to find these two cops, and everyone will be like, "How? here's the body cam footage. He's clearly fucking drunk. I can't believe you let him drive and whatever after this. It's your fault he killed the, that little girl or whatever. So you can't let him. Same thing with walking. You're going to let a drunk guy walk home? Like that? He's going to fall or get mugged or get run over or go back into his car, whatever. Okay. So that's two. Now we're down to two options now left. Drive him home yourself or detain him. Uh, and you know, and then you just kind of, you put him in a holding cell until the next morning. Both of those are valid, right? Like you can drive them home. Now, obviously you have to make arrangements for like vehicle pickup and get information down and blah, 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 blah. The most common thing that happens is you cuff them, put them in the, th- they were driving drunk. You, that's illegal. You also can't sleep in your car drunk. I know people in most States, I don't, every state's a little bit different, but you can't because, and even the, 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 um, the law of like, well, the keys weren't in the ignition. Well, if the keys are within reach, right? Like I've been in that situation where I ask cops or whatever. And again, California is different from other states, but I think this is in Atlanta. So the rules might be different there. But generally speaking, I don't know why it would be wildly different. You can't sleep drunk in your car when you're with when you have with you have your keys with you because obviously. So they could have drove driven home at this point. I'm not sure why they did why they didn't but it's not wrong for them not to just like, it's not wrong for them to go, okay, we're just going to cuff you, bring you back to the station until you sober up. That happens all the time. 
Now, as soon as they go, okay, we're just going to bring you back here, and they start cuffing him, that's when he goes, Rayshard goes fucking berserk. Now, again, up to this moment, this this second here, Rayshard hasn't done anything wrong. The police haven't done anything wrong. No one has done anything wrong. Everyone has done stuff exactly how they should, right? Rayshard was drinking and driving, and then he was drunk in a parking lot. Whatever. That's not a terrible thing that happens to millions of people a year, whatever. So no one's done anything wrong. This part, he spins, breaks the breaks the hold, wraps around, starts fighting with the cop. So, pause. What do you want the police to do here? Just put their hands up, go, whoa, shit. I know the whole George Floyd thing was fucked up, so you can do whatever you want right now. Like, you can't do that, right? You have to detain him. So the first thing, they, they two of them, they try to tackle him. So they bring him to the ground. As soon as they bring him to the ground, he starts punching the police officers. Okay, okay, now is not only resisting the arrest, now he's getting violent with them. Okay. So now, right here, what do you want the officers to do? Punch back? Okay, that, you know, Jesus Christ, right? Like, you can't do that. So, next thing, they take a taser out. So the guy goes, I'm, he pulls, he takes his taser out, not a gun, just a taser, right? Now we're on, like, you know, the th- a third try here of, like, stop de-escalating. Okay, I'm going to take a taser out. Cop pulls the taser out and he points at the leg, not the head, not the face, not the chest, not the groin, nothing. He and he's telling while they're struggling with this guy and the, while they're getting punched by him too, he's going, "I'm going to tase you if you don't stop. Put your hands behind your back. I'm going to tase you." And he's pointing at his calf, I think. And so Rayshard reaches, grabs the taser, and like tries and tries to yank it out of the cop's hand. Now the now one cop is saying, "Let go, let go of the weapon, let go of the weapon." trying to get that and the other cop is trying to like just kind of hold on to Rayshard right so again pause what do you want the cops to do here what do you want them to do stand up and go oh shit okay you are a drunk person that we don't know who has literally out of nowhere gotten fucking violent you've hit us you've struggled like you know you're resisting arrest like the like what do you want the police to do at this particular again i am not pro police i am not a bootlicker i am not fucking like blue lives matter fucking what all lives matter all that shit i'm fucking not dude right i'm but i'm realistic there are some points like you have to have a line like when are what do you want them to do right okay So then Richard gets up and he has the weapon, the, 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 the taser, which people are saying it's not deadly. It's not deadly if you hit people in the correct spot, right? If you hit someone in the goddamn face, you're dead. If you hit people in certain other places of the body and you hit that vault, they're fucking dead. You can kill someone. Now, you want to trust a fucking drunk dude whose adrenaline is through the roof now, and he's clearly inebriated and crazy angry right now, with a taser, a police-issued uh, powered taser? Uh, what? So, let's go back to the fucking checklist here. You drove drunk. 
you, you fell asleep in the middle of a drive-thru. You've now resisted arrest. You've assaulted two officers. You stole their weapon. And now you're aiming that weapon at them. Okay. What do you want the cops to do at this point? Just freeze frame. What do you want them to do? Nothing? So, again, they didn't shoot him at this point. They didn't tase him. They didn't whatever. At this point, and this is where things split again. He just takes a taser and just starts running. Now, pause. I don't support the cops shooting him at this point. At this point, they hit, they went bang, bang and shot him. And he didn't die. I, I don't I, I should look it up. I don't know. I forgot where they shot him, but he, he was still alive because he was yelling at them from the ground or whatever. I wish they didn't shoot him. I don't know what the protocol is for this exact type of crazy situation. This is an absolute worst case scenario. I don't support the police shooting him. I don't know what else they could have done because the two cops were... Like, you have a drunk, violent guy with the police-issued taser weapon running towards a bunch of innocent civilians and cars toward into a Wendy's. Anyone else, you're at this point, you're just trying to make sure nobody else gets hurt, right? Women, children, other guys, anybody else. Maybe cops need, instead of, or in addition to a gun, uh, like a like a rubber bullet gun or something, right? Like something that's like the next step up from a taser or something for these crazy moments. Because I guarantee you if they went pop, pop with a rubber gun in, into his back or something, he probably would have went down as well, you know? I mean, and then you got to deal with, he's got a taser point at you from the ground. You got to figure that shit out. I don't know what you're going to do. Like, you know, let's say... They did had that. He's on the ground. Okay. Now he's got a fully charged weapon at you. What are you going to do? Like point your gun, tell him to drop, like, you know what I mean? So maybe that, maybe that should happen. Um, so as soon as that happened, he was on the ground, still alive, yelling at the cops. The cops called it in. There were paramedics and I think their chief was there. They're also black and different races. Like, so my point, I guess, is what I'm saying is one. I don't. I personally don't see this as a racial issue. This this particular one. This particular one. I think if if two if if I was driving drunk and police try to cuff me and I broke away from that cuff, resisted arrest, punched them, brought them to the ground, stole a taser gun out of them, pointed it at them, threatening to, and yelling and screaming, and then ran towards a bunch of civilians. And then I got shot. I don't think anyone would go, wow, that's crazy. I can't believe it. Like, what the hell are you doing, Neil? Right? So, I don't know what the answer is, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the line is until you go, okay, now cops can kill the person. 
Like, do you, do you wait until the cops are being shot at once, twice? Is there a number? I know everybody hates cops now, but you just have to remember, I know you're thinking of these bad cops, but there's a lot of good cops and, and they just want to do the right thing. I know that's hard to hear right now. Just that sentence is like poison in your mouth, but there are policemen out there who just want to do the right thing. They want to keep people safe and they want to get home to their kid. I'm sorry. That's a fact. There are those out there, right? Yes, they're disgusting ones. But that still leaves millions of other cops who aren't that way. I don't know what the answer is. I don't... You know, in the heat of the... It's easy for us to kind of pause, freeze frame, take a look, and go and, and think of like different solutions or ideas whatever but in the heat of the moment when out of nowhere he acts his way and you know you've talked to him for a while you've you give him the choice to like you know take the breathalyzer he's failed everything and he bursts from the the, the handcuffs and all that other stuff I, I don't I don't know I don't I find it hard to believe that shooting him was the absolute only option at that point but at the same time, I don't know what else you could have done. They could have done, you know. He's running towards... And again, that doesn't mean he was going to do something bad. You don't know. But that's the thing. Like, as a police officer, you, you're, you're not there to take chances. There's innocent civilians. Like, you have to err on the side of caution as a police officer, which is why I... I, I do not envy their job at all. You have your your job is to assume the worst and everything because if you don't, that's how you and other people get killed. Because how many times do people get killed and they go, "Where was the police? Why didn't the police do something? Why didn't you stop this guy? Hey, you had this guy, um, you know, apprehended, whatever." Like you know how those um those serial killer documentaries and they always go like, um, and then the serial killer walked right on by them or like. The cop pulls him over for like uh, running a red light or a stop sign, and the cop goes, and then they, they they let him go. And the cop goes like, "Shit, I had no idea. Like he was right in front of my face all this time." The serial killer of, you know, of the guy who like molests animals, and then wears their heads while he rapes women or whatever fucking crazy shit. And we always go, "What the fuck? Why can't you?" Right. So anytime they overlook something. It's bad. So they don't, they have to err on the side of caution. So when you have a guy who acts this way and then takes your weapon and then runs, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what else you could have done. If you keep running after him, you don't know what he's going to do. He has a weapon on him. He's, still drunk. He didn't like sober. He wasn't like, he didn't just sweat all the alcohol out in six minutes or however long it was. Clearly he's prone to violence. He just did it. Um, and I'm sure more information about this will pop up rendering all this obsolete and you don't know what he's going to do. You know, um, I don't know if they try to shoot him in the legs or in the back or, or, or what was going on. I know, I know he didn't instantly die. Let me see if I can find uh shot twice in the back. Let's see here. 
Rayshard Brooks was shot twice in the back, according to a release by the Fulton County, Georgia. Brooks died from organ damage and blood lost, according to the office. Video shows that Brooks took an officer's taser to the attempted arrest and fired the taser. Oh, he actually fired the taser at the officers. <sighs> Fuck, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Specifically, Officer Rolf, whether or not felt, whether or not he felt Mr. Brooks at the time, presented imminent harm or death or some serious physical injury to others. The alternative is whether or not he fired the shot simply to capture him or for some other reason. If that shot was fired for some other reason, other than to save the officer's life or prevent injury to him or others, then that shooting is not justified under the law. Yeah, see, that's that's kind of where I'm at, where it's like. The action that's under question here is why did he shoot? Did he shoot Rayshard to protect himself and others? Or was it racist? Right? Like, and I think that's, that's going to be impossible to prove because like of everything that led up to it, Again, and I have to stress this, if you watch it all the way up until you hear the click, click, click of the handcuff around one of his wrists, just before that point, everything up to all, both parties were completely civil, nice, calm. Like there was no instigation. There was no, um, oh yeah, fuck you, man, or fuck the police or, so what are you niggers doing here? Like there was none of that. It was, it was fine. Like, it was Rayshard that, like, escalated it oh, one, two, three, four, five times. I didn't even know he actually shot it. He shot it at the police. Let me play this. Hold on. Yeah, see, look at it. See, here, this is him knocking on the window. See now, see here now. This is cop one. The first cop's going to talk to the second cop here. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything racist here, man. Oh, here you go. This is the breathalyzer. Will you take one? Yes or no? I don't want to refuse. He goes, and the cop says it's completely up to you. Okay, he goes, hold on. Now he's holding the breathalyzer, and it's 108, which is way over. And he's saying, I, I drank this top shelf stuff. So here we go. Hold me. You have too much drink to be driving. So pause. So this is what I'm saying. This is where they do the normal thing. They go, okay, you had too much drink. We can't trust in your car. We're just going to... So he's just walking behind and putting the handcuffs on. Bam. There he goes. 
fighting, fighting, fighting. Now both cops on the ground. He's on the ground. Put your hand behind your back. Rayshard is rolling over. He's going, hey, you're going to get tased. He's pulling at the leg. Rayshard grabs the taser. He's yanking it out. Let go of the taser. Let go of the taser. Cop one falls. Cop two is holding on. Rayshard has the taser now. Rayshard looks like he's bucking one off. All three of them are on the ground again. He's still fighting. Punch, punch. He's punched off. Now he has a... Oh, that, oh, that's where he shot him. Here we go. And then... One, two, three. Yeah, he's on the ground. Like, it, I didn't even know he actually shot the cop. Yeah, man. See, if you, if you want to, if you want to talk about police brutality, that's a conversation, right? Because in that situation, if you watch the video, I, I don't. I mean, and there's cars everywhere. People in the drive-through line. There's there's women, there's children. It's at a Wendy's, dude. So you you got this guy who's drunk, violent, and he now has your police weapon, and he's already fired it at you. And you know, it's I don't see racism in this at all. Police brutality at the very end, you can talk about, and I, and I don't have an answer to that. I don't know. I something in me just feels like there was a better option. Then it go pop, pop, pop. And then I think two of them hit him him in the back. I don't know what you could have done, though. I don't have an answer to that. That's sad. None of this should have happened. None of this should have happened. You know what I mean? Here, let's... Yeah, and then here's like some other... I think it's a parent... Is that a chief or... On those body cams. Yeah. So, like, this is one of those cases where it's very easy to say, you know, see, look, racist cop, black guy, kill the. Cu-. But it's, this is not. This is not. I don't think this is the scenario you want to push forward. Um, Because I think anyone of any race would have been in deep, deep shit if you did what he did. Um, I think. I think if you're part of, if you want, if you're one of the not racist fuckers in this country, if you're one of those, if you're not a Trump supporter, you know, and and you actually give a shit about Black Lives Matter and and you want to make a difference, and I think I think if you use this particular incident as a platform, what you're doing is opening it up for people on the other side to say, you know, not what I'm saying, but they're, they're taking a step further, which is like, uh, he's resisted arrest. He deserves to get shot, which is not what I'm saying at all. You, you can't, you, you don't want to push gray area examples forward because you just, you're just widening the playground for their, for their moral flexibility. Um, this one is bad. This one is bad. I, you know, I, again, no one was doing anything wrong until Rayshard escalated it once, twice, three, four times, even shot the weapon at the cops and then ran with the weapon towards civilians. You know, that's, that's rough. I, I don't want, I don't know if you want to use that example. I think other clear cases, uh, was it, um, 
Yeah, Bri- Bri- Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. Um, 26-year-old, uh, fatally shot in, in Louisville. Um, three officers executed her no-knock search warrant, entered her apartment in Kentucky. Gunfire was exchanged between Taylor's boyfriend, um, Kenneth. Uh, the officers fired 20 fucking shots. What? The boyfriend was shot eight times and killed. Um, like that, like that is an insane, insane fucking scenario. That is where you stick your flag. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's, that's clear. It's fucking egregious. It's disgusting. And I think the worst part was the, the, um, the, the person those police officers were looking for was already in custody. So that shows a complete lack of, of communication, command structure, what are you doing? Just slamming open a door, shooting 20 fucking times, killing people like that's, I don't even know how the fuck you begin to defend that shit as a lawyer for the other side. That's, that is what you want to push for. That is what you want to say. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. This particular one with, with Rayshard, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I would have done. I don't have an answer for a better outcome other than obviously if you could just rewind time and go mm, drive him home, do the paperwork to pick up the car later and all that stuff. Obviously, um, with the, the benefit of hindsight, which nobody ever has in the moment, if you knew how this was going to end, obviously you would take the police would obviously take that. I guarantee those those officers right now are wishing to God we just drove him home. Right. Obviously. Rayshard's family is wishing that too. Everybody's wishing that. But, you know, you, there's someone drunk detaining them, booking them for the night and holding until they sober up. That happens every single day of our lives to thousands and thousands of people every single day. There was no reason to think. And again, like I said, up to that point, everyone was calm, civil, normal, not a single syllable of hostility from Rayshard or the police officers. No one, you, no one could have fucking predicted this would have happened. Um, so the police had no reason to think, you know, he was going to do that. I didn't, I, it, it doesn't make, it's so weird how he snapped that way. If you watch the video. So obviously with hindsight and that benefit, you would just drive him home, but that's not really a fair because how many times do we have that? Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't support them shooting him. I don't know what else. Shooting the leg, I guess, you know, but then he's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure that I'll get analyzed and picked apart, but I guess my point is, I, at best, you could kind of talk about excessive force at the very end of it, um, but it could be easily justified by the other, by the other side, by saying, you know, preaching safety and other innocent civilians and whatever else. Um, I, but I don't see race as an element or a factor in this, uh, at all. I just, I just don't. And, and I also don't think that makes me a racist to say, like, I, I don't, I, it's, um, it's, it's tough, tough, tough conversation to have with people because right now passions and anger is so high that everyone is all the way left or all the way right on the scale. You're on, the complete, like the spectrum is so vacant in the middle because if you take one step towards middle at all, 
then they'll just they'll push you until you belong on the other side. Um, just me on Twitter today saying stuff like, "This one's tough. It's not as clear cut as a George Floyd case." Um, there's a lot of instances of people doing similar things with officers of all genders and races, and the same outcome happens. Um, I wouldn't expect any a different outcome if I did that to an officer. But I, that, uh, I got called like an asshole, racist, uh, part of the KKK, blah, 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 blah. So it's kind of like if you, if you, you're either a hundred percent one or a hundred percent the other. If, if you're 95%, that's not enough for people. Um, and I think that's a dangerous, dangerous precedent for any side, for any, any, any side. I, I, I don't feel that way or I feel the same way about like, you know, feminism or chauvinistic shit, like women should be, be in kitchens or, you know, men are fucking trash or, you know, uh, all Republicans are racist or all liberals are socialists or all those kind of sweeping generalizations. I fucking can't stand it because you get nothing done. You eliminate all conversation about details and nuance and, and you cut out any chance for like a discussion of understanding and healing and go, okay, so this, 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 that, 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 that. Okay. So this is, so now we, 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 we can assess it. We can see where the cracks are. Let's start filling the cracks. Let's start or take, rip it out. Let's rebuild it, you know? So yeah, I guess, I guess that's kind of all I, I really wanted to say is that I, I as, as, as sad as the situation is, I, I don't see a race, you know, uh, an element, um, I think the, the excessive force of police can be debated and, uh, I think it should be debated. I think it very much should be debated. In fact, when it comes to defunding the police and when they talk about protocols and revising things, I think this is a perfect, perfect fucking example that they should show and maybe pause at certain moments and go, okay, what do you do here? A, B, C, D, or E, you know what I mean? Like, here's what you should do. Here's what you cannot do. Here's where things are changing. Um, and actually, instead of uh, a taser and a gun, we're giving you a taser gun and like, I don't know, fucking maybe, maybe, maybe a device that like on you that like deactivates the taser. You know what I mean? So like if, uh, cause my cop buddy left his taser in, in, in someone's car on a, on a drive along, drive along. That's what it's called. Um, he got in trouble, but maybe some tour, like if like, if someone takes your taser on your holster, you can push the button and it deactivates the taser at that point. It's just a, a piece of plastic, you know, um, that would have solved this, this whole situation. Well, not, you still would have had to chase him down, but the quote imminent danger would have been re- removed and no reason to shoot him. Um, I don't know, but just some sort of workaround for these crazy situations would be good because what happened in Atlanta does not make anything better. Yeah. And I hope, I hope they figure something out. I think this is a great, great case to study and look into. And at the very least, some good can come from it. You know, some healing, some sort of, some sort of solution. If you, when you look at, at problem areas, I think that's what we need. I think we need to have these difficult talks um, and break things down and look at things objectively, extract the passion and look at it 
find things to fix, move forward, implement those solutions, um, test it, and then go from there. Because um, whatever the system has been, it's not working. So I hope things get fixed. And I hope this is a, a good example for something that can help it. <laughs>